What's going on, everyone? We have another episode of Game Time Excellence where we're talking about your mission, your mindset, mastery, and maintenance. Today, we have a special guest, uh, a brother from another mother. Um, <laughs> man, my light-skinned brother, my my actual brother, man, we've we, uh, been through a lot. Uh, you know, he came to the better school in the Big 12, his, uh, what, red shirt senior year, and... Yep. Um, we actually played in the NFL together on the same team, which was pretty cool. Um, his name is Tyler Patman. And, you know, for the people that don't know who you are, that should know who you are, you know, tell them a little bit about yourself. Um, like you said, name's Tyler Patman. I did, um, like Shamil said, went to Kansas University, uh, was able to transfer to Oklahoma State my redshirt senior year, uh, ended up going undrafted in the NFL. Um, went to the Cowboys on a three-day tryout, made the Cowboys, turned that into a five-year NFL career, man. And now I'm kind of making the transition into coaching slash real estate, um, you know, and trying to, trying to, you know, make my next step in life, so. Right, right. And, and the cool thing, man, you know, I, I met, he was on his recruiting trip, uh, I, I can't in the spring or something like that. I don't know if it was actually a recruiting trip. He was just like visiting nah. the school, <laughs> and you know, you know, we got a chance to chop it up. But after talking to him, after talking to you one time, uh, I already knew like, man, we're gonna be boys. And mm -hmm. he, his work ethic is something you know that not too many people have. You know, is his drive. That's why he's able to take a turn a, a tryout into a five year career. You know. A lot of people quit after that tryout or after being released right. one time. You know what I mean? You kept like pushing. So yeah. it's just it's so cool. Um, so growing up, you know what I mean? I, I believe everyone needs like a mission. You know, you need like a strong mm -hmm. why on like what you're doing to keep you going. So right. like, what was your mission uh, when you were younger? Um, my mission, man, ever since I was younger, has always been that I was going to take care of my grandma. Okay. That was always my driving force as a, as a little, I mean, even as a little kid, um, me and my grandma still laugh about it to this day. I, I used to tell her, you know, I'm a buyer of the city. You know what I mean? We, we, she was in a, in a little small town in Oklahoma called Crescent, Oklahoma. <clears throat> and I always used to tell her, I'm going to buy Crescent for you. And, um, you know, just family and that sense of, um, taking care of them and providing for them has always been my driving force and my why. Um, and then along with that, as I got older, man, just being a competitor and, and not wanting to lose yeah, also you, you stepped in like there and became the driving force. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was that kid that when I lost, I cried. So, yeah. you know, that was old. that was also a big motivation for me. Right, right, man. Y'all don't want to play. He, he, he's calmed down <laughs> now, but y'all don't want to play Pat in anything, man. <laughs> I take it personal, man. <laughs> I take it personal. Anything we do. Right. And, and, you know, I've had some other guests on and, you know, I'm close to them, but like me and Pat, that's like my guy, you know, and yeah. we, we played 20 stories of back in college. <laughs> we were playing 2K, you know, and, and we, had like little, we had like a little, <laughs> we had a little back going with like five of us. Oh. And, Pat, and Pat got dubbed, he lost. <laughs> <laughs> he kept arguing like he won and it was like, it was, it was too much, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, too much. Um, but that's, but I think that's what like drove him to, 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 
that's what drove you to, to be where you are now is you're competitive, you know? So how'd you get that, that, that mindset? Um, I think it was just part of me. You know what I mean? It's just something that ever since I, look, I was a little kid, everybody knew me as that like fiery, you know, ready to go kid that mm -hmm. might fight at any, any notice, you know, any situation. Right. So it was just, um, you know, that was kind of my mentality. That was kind of my, you know, I, I don't want to say my upbringing because I was still being brought up, you know what I'm saying? But it was kind of something that was my natural instinct mm -hmm. um, was to be that competitor, was to be that fighter, to be, um, to go out all out on what I'm doing. Right. Um, you know, so I, I see it as just one of my, one of my gifts God's blessed me with. Right, right. And, you know, we've all been through like some, some type of adversity, you know, and, you know, what was your mindset? You know, you went from high school, you got a division one scholarship to the University of Kansas. And, you know, I talk crap on Kansas, but Kansas was actually pretty good when you went there. Uh, right. And that's when they had, was it the Orange Bowl the year before? Yeah, like they won the Orange Bowl and then the Inside Bowl. So it was pretty, pretty good years rolling at Kansas around that time. Yeah, so, you, you know, he thought he was going into a good <laughs> Yeah, man, that was just... <laughs> Situation. <laughs> so, how's you, so how's you? How'd your mindset help you? I know we're, we're gonna talk about this in a little bit, but how'd your mindset help you uh, going into uh, Kansas? Um, you know, it's just you know, I've never had a problem of of like restarting. Like you said, it kind of helped me with my career in the NFL. Like always having to prove myself. Mm -hmm. I was never afraid of proving myself. Mm -hmm. um, so going from high school to back to the bottom of the totem pole. Um, at a university, man, it was it was never hard for me. You know, I was always used to hard work. Mm -hmm. I was always used to trying to make myself better. Um, so when I went to, to college and I wasn't the best player there, I wasn't the best corner, um, it was nothing for me to stay in the weight room extra hours, mm -hmm. on the field extra hours, and continue to improve my ability and improve myself to the coaches. Right, right. No, that's, 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 that's key, though. Uh, mm -hmm. Being a self-starter, you know what I mean? That's so key. Facts. And so – uh how'd you deal with like some of the the self-doubt did you ever have like some self-doubt like man am i do i really belong here you know can i really compete in the big 12 like do you ever have those thoughts run through your mind um yeah man it was um coming out of high school i was i was real confident in my ability mm -hmm. and um when i got to kansas i was playing at a really high level mm -hmm. you know but i was still kind of small in frame i would still make some you know, some mental mistakes that a young guy is going to make. Right. And um, Coach Mangino, he could tell that, you know, he could tell that I probably needed a red shirt year just, mm -hmm. just to get right mentally in the game, right? And um, that didn't hurt my confidence, you know, and, and my questioning and my ability didn't come until I got hurt um, mm -hmm. my red shirt sophomore year. Uh, my red shirt freshman year, I had a great, great year. It was like ranked 20th in passes defended in the nation and um, coming into my, my, my sophomore year, I tore my, my groin completely off the bone. Mm. Um, and you know, as a kid in college, um, especially one like me, I'm fiery, I wanna play, I'm so competitive. Um, I kind of rushed myself back out there mm. and I wasn't 100% and I could feel it in my body and I could, I could feel it just in the way I moved. And um, it, I kind of started changing the way I played right. to cater around that injury. And um, I started up giving up passes I usually don't, um, you know, playing a certain way I usually don't. 
and I think it created some mental some mental doubt in my head mm. you know what I mean and that was something I had to continue to fight for some years to come because um, when you start playing a certain way you start trying to adapt to things around you you start to question yourself so right. um, you know that was the first real like okay I need to sit down and address this what's right. going on in my head yeah. and um, you know man that's just that's such a big part of the game that a lot of people don't talk about that they don't tap into the mental aspect, man, and the the part of dealing with the doubts in your head. And right. um, and there's some people that are the complete opposite where they're so oblivious to what they're bad at. Mm -hmm. You know, they have so much confidence. They're right. so arrogant that they right. don't see what they need to work on. So, right, man, that's right. such a big, that mental part is such a big aspect that a lot of people don't, don't talk about. Right. No, I definitely agree. Especially, you know, young athletes, especially, I mean, business owners, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if you think about Blockbuster, you know, like they had an opportunity to, to actually work with uh, Netflix, but they yeah. chose not to. They didn't see what was coming. Now, you know, yeah, you don't see no blockbuster around. And uh, so especially for the young athletes, the mental game is so important um, for entrepreneurs, business owners. The mental game is so key. Uh, and so how did you like build it back up? Though? You know, what I mean, now, now you're at this place of doubt. You're, you're adapting your game. You're not playing like you're not truly being who T Pad is. So mm -hmm. how do you build it back up to to get back to who you are? Um, I mean, man, just having that mindset of never stopping, yeah. never letting nothing defeat me. Mm -hmm. um, I was always, like you said, I was always that hard worker that was going to work regardless. Um, so, man, I, you know, I'm a firm believer in God and my my foundation. So, you know, it's just that belief, um, having that belief system, man, and having that that grind mode. That eventually, you know, once you do that, I feel like it'll eventually come back to you. Mm -hmm. As long as you have that, if you're in a place of doubt and you continue to work, mm -hmm. you know, and continue to fight against it, eventually, mm -hmm. man, you're gonna come out of it. Right. You know what I mean? It's 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 easy to be all confident and and in great place when you're doing good, you know, man. But you know, the great players, the 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 great business owners, the great um, entrepreneurs, man, are the people that continue to grind even when it's when they're in a when they're in, in a, a down phase or right, right. Um, a doubting phase or you know something that adversity hits. You know what? Who are you when adversity hits? So um, just that mindset, man. Um, continue going. Continue to believe mm -hmm. uh, what you've been blessed with. Um, continue to to fight off that doubt from from voices from the outside or even voices right. within. You know, what I mean, you have to continue to. Um, speak that positivity in your life um, every day, right, every right. minute, every second. So, yeah, no, that's key right there, man. And so you go, to, you go, you get injured. Um, mm -hmm. You finish out. You do your four years at KU, right? All right. Um, then you go to Oklahoma State. Uh, when we should have won the Cotton Bowl, they they cheated us. Um, you man. had you had a good game too, man. You had a nice little <laughs> yeah. pick. They, they, it, it's not a big call. The back. Pick. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so. Now it's time to go to the NFL. You know, mm -hmm. uh, you don't get you don't get drafted. Uh, you don't get the the preferred undrafted free agent. You have to try out. Mm -hmm. So now it's time to really test your your, your mental fortitude. You yeah. know, how did you deal with with that situation? Um, again, man, I just. I'm just, I've always been the person, like, like I've, I've told other people, it's a gift and a curse that I've always been the person where, you know, I would believe in something and you couldn't tell me different. Mm -hmm. 
in regards to like football or my ability. Right, right. Uh, I believe I'm good enough and I know I'm good enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even when that doubt started creeping in, I'd always continue to tell myself that, right? right and right. so when I went to a situation like that in Dallas, I'm like, I know my ability. Right. I'm just gonna go out here and play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when I released that and just went out there and played, man, that's when my true ability started to show, right? right, right. Um, when that doubt starts to creep in, you can tell the cha- you can tell the change in your game. You start right, to play right. different, right? You start to move different. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start to question some of the plays that that you know are coming, right? right but right, you yeah. don't you don't act on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, man. So just being able to continue to to push forward and also having somebody that was actually behind me, man. I had a great I had the great opportunity of having a coach there, um, Coach Jerome Henderson, that actually believed in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he could see my ability, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And that's kind of, a lot of kids don't get that in the NFL, mm-hmm. um, high, maybe even high school or college. Right. Um, even in a business, man, you might have a boss that, that truly believes in you. Mm-hmm. But when you have somebody that, that believes in you, man, and, and speaks positivity into you, mm-hmm. um, it helps, you know what I mean? It, it definitely makes a difference. And having that guy on my side and having him continue to, to speak that positivity into me when some other people was trying to speak negative mm-hmm. um, into me, man, it made it made a difference also. Right, right, right. So would you say that was like the, would you say that was like the change for you? Like as far as being able to let go and just play free? That was part of it for sure. Um, you know, some like I always speak on on your circle, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times, we get into those 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 bouts with ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And sometimes you can't see everything you need to see within yourself. Sometimes you need people outside of you telling you, "Hey, you need to work on this. You need to focus right, on right. this. Hey, you're doing a good job at this. Keep doing it." Right. right. Um, and just having somebody in my circle at that stage. Um, really helped me to rebuild my confidence and, uh, right. you know, remind myself, hey, along with making plays, you know what I mean? Right. You can't, you know, you can't have somebody speak a positive, uh, positive into you and you're not making no plays and you right, just right. walking around oblivious of what's really going on. Right, but right. with those two paired together, man, it was, it was definitely a great time in my yeah. career. That's awesome. That's awesome. Because, man, it's so, uh, you know, I talk about this sometimes as far as, you know, as a leader, you know, it's so important to not put a glass ceiling on your player or on your employee or whatever mm-hmm. it is, because once you do that, I mean, you limit their potential. But if you inspire them and motivate them to do more, I man, you guys right. get received so much out of them. You know what I mean? Because they want to they want to oh, yeah. play for you. They want to work hard for you. I mean, they're willing to take right. a bullet for you because they know exactly. you believe in them. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah, I've, I've definitely heard that many times, man. It just putting people in position where, you know, like you said, the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, who wants to work with a, who wants to work for a guy that, you know, doesn't want the next person under them to succeed or right. to take that next step, you know, in their career, mm-hmm. man. So when you just give somebody a role and be like, Hey, you're in charge of this, or, right. you know, you're in charge. I want you to be the best at this. Right. It really sparks people. You know what I'm saying? It motivates people. When you tell people, Hey, you know, in five years, I want you to take my role. Right, right. Something like that. You know what I mean? It's just working for those people, man, and having that that positive influence in in whatever you're doing, period. Right. You know what I mean? It definitely helps people, for sure. Yeah. And, and so, 
Now you with the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, you know, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. You with Jason Witten, Tony Romo, and Dez, and uh, was DeMarco Murray there during that time? Or yep. no? Yeah. DeMarco Murray. Yeah, like, y'all, y'all had a team. And all so, right. man, me and you both, we've been on some winning teams, we've been on some losing teams. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so, what's yeah. the difference between that winning team and, and that losing team? What's the difference? Um, I think it's kind of unity mm-hmm. and belief. Mm-hmm. Um, swag, I mean, confidence and swagger also. I mean, when you go out there and compete and see those guys competing every day and we're competing against each other and, you know what I mean, guys are talking mess and we're going back and forth, you just see the, the, the belief in everybody's ability, mm-hmm. you know, in the building. Everybody walks around with a certain confidence. Um, there's, no, there's not a lot of arguing. There's not a lot of bickering. Right. You know, everybody knows the goal. You know, what I mean, everybody knows um, what the vision is and everybody's working, you know, their best to get there. You know, what I mean, so right, right. as a team man, you know, it's it's always one dream as a team. Right. Um, but it's different, man, when everybody takes control of their role. Right. You know, what I mean, like, hey, I know my job is when I was there my rookie year, my job is to come in on third downs mm-hmm. um, and stop the the fourth best receiver, right, right. you know what I mean, or the, or the running back coming out the backfield. That was my job, right. and I took full control of my job, right. you know, and I took pride in my job. So when everybody takes pride in their role, takes pride in their job, man, and, and comes together as a unit, it's, it's a beautiful thing. No, that's dope, man. Shoot. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, like, <laughs> were you on a team with the, with the Dolphins where um, I don't know how many games we won, but we didn't win too many games, you know, Sue came into the locker, or not the locker room, but he had the meeting and he's talking about, uh, you know, this is the place we're going to run and, and all that. Were you on that team? Uh-uh. uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, it was just a whole, it was a whole fiasco, you know? Yeah. And so on losing teams, man, you see the complete opposite. Communication's terrible. Mm-hmm. Nobody's buying into the system. Um, there's right. a lack of leadership, you know? Uh, it's all about, it's all about me, 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 and instead mm-hmm. of like a team, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah, and even like a play call, like this lack of confidence in like the play call. You're like, yes. why are you calling this play at this time? You know, right? No, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. And so, as far as like you though, like what what have you seen from losing teams uh, on your end? Like, what are they? What's like three uh, traits of a losing team? Um, one kind of like you said is it's. I mean, I said there's like there's a difference between. Everybody trying to be their best, be their best, mm. and everybody competing against each other. Mm-hmm. But it's a difference when you try to like step on each other's toes. You know what I mean? Like, you know who's who's really the best on defense? Is it the D line or the secondary? You right, know, we right. arguing about that, or you know, what I mean, who's the best um, linebacker? Who like it's a it comes a certain point where it's too much. Right. You know what I mean? And when you get when you get things like that in the locker room and distractions like that, um, that unity goes away. Right. Um, another thing, man, would be, um, like you said, just distrust. Right. Distrust in, you know, me as a corner, distrust in my safety, not knowing if he's going to be there, if I can right. trust right. him. Yep. You know what I mean? Distrust in my coach. Is he is he teaching me the right technique or, mm-hmm. you know, is he, is he making the right play calls? It's, it's a lot of distrust in the building. Right. Um, a lot of he say, she say, um, you know what I mean? And, and people doubting what's being, what's being told as a team, as a, as a one goal, as a unity. Um, 
one other trait, man. Let me think. Um, I'm trying. Let me think about something that happened in college. Um, instead of just the NFL, um, I knew at Kansas, you know, it's just it wasn't. I feel like there wasn't a buy-in system. Mm -hmm. Everybody wasn't bought in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and um, like you said, it, it it can create a lot of gossip. Um, a lot of talking, negative, negative talk towards each other, and right. you know when when everybody's not bought, bought in, man. You know it takes one bad apple, mm -hmm. you know, and it starts to spread. So um, making sure everybody's bought in, man. If, if everybody's not bought in, man, it can really start to take an effect on the team. Right, right. That's one hundred percent. And so uh, you were at Dallas, you know, what I mean, mm -hmm. living the living the life, man. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, I got a chance to uh, go to your apartment and, and you know experience the. Big TV, the pool—it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, y'all should see his house now. You know what I mean? No, oh, there you go. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, his house big. But oh, ain't that big? <laughs> no, but and he has a this is random right here. But he has a dog. I'm glad he put his dog in the in the dog in the, man in the closet. The dog snores. Okay, it's my son, man. <laughs> uh, oh, another fun fact too about my uh, he's. He's engaged, um, he's engaged sure. uh, to uh, my friend, uh, his fiance. We all went to the same college. Mm -hmm. um, the funny thing is, this is way off topic. The funny thing is, me and uh, T-Fat were texting one day, and he was like, I'm going to get her. I'm like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> that was crazy, bro. And, and then about four years later, you know, hey, he's about to get married to her. So you really want something. <laughs> Speaking into hey, there you go. You got it. There you uh, go. <laughs> so, so you go from Dallas, and then you go on the journey of most people in the NFL. Mm -hmm. uh, you get released, and then you go to don't tell me uh, Kansas City or you, where'd you go after Dallas? No, I went to Miami first. You went to Miami first. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. And after Miami, uh, how was? How was that? How was that journey after that? <laughs> Man, that that journey was was crazy, and and the thing that it happened all in one year. Right. Um. You know, like when most people come to the NFL, they go to different teams, and then they might find a team they stick with. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. Mine was kind of like reverse. It was crazy. I did two years with with Dallas. Um. Got released. I went to Miami. Um. Miami brought in new coaches. That didn't work, yeah. and uh, I got released from Miami. Got picked up uh, with the Titans with about a week left in training camp. Mm -hmm. um, of course, that didn't work. I didn't get right. no snaps. Right. You know what right. I mean? Got released by them. Yep. Um, had some tryouts, some workouts. Got signed by um, Kansas City. Yep. I was at Kansas City. I was there for like two weeks. Um, they released me on Sunday. Signed me back on Monday. Um Got released again that same week. Um, sat out a whole week. Stayed in Kansas City by myself at a hotel for a week. Mm -hmm. uh, and then got re-signed by him on Sunday. Wow. And then they released me again on Monday. Right. Um, and then the next week, Carolina picked me up. Right. Um, I finished out the, that year. This was all in one year. I finished right. out that year with Carolina, like the last month of December. Mm -hmm. um, Carolina went through the draft. They drafted a, a guy that was kind of similar to me, size-wise and mm -hmm. body type-wise, nickel type guy. Um, they released me. 
Um, I went home for about a month, I think, maybe a three, two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, got a workout with Jacksonville. Um, ended up signing with Jacksonville and made an, another two years in Jacksonville, man. So that year in itself, man, was crazy. You talk right. about that doubt and that that insecurity and that, you know, wondering what's going to happen next. That was at an all-time high, man. So Right, right. And so how'd you deal with, man, transition is is one of the hardest things in the world, just because as humans, we love comfort, you know? That's why we love routines, because we want to know what's happening next, you Mm -hmm. know? But with transition, you know, it's a a level of um, uncomfortability because you don't know what's going to happen next. Like, you're unsure about the unknown. And so for you, how did you deal with um, transition from team to team to team with you know and team release team release team you know what i mean like yeah then uh how do you plan on uh making that happen with uh with your transition transition now you know um man it's just about i think a lot of it is is just humbling yourself mm-hmm. um taking away that pride you know realizing that you're never too big for any role, right? And there's no problem with that. It's no problem of restarting at the bottom. You know, it's just part of the cycle of life, right? right. You know, just going up top. If you want to make a transition into another career or another position, or you have to transition into another team or another field, um, man, you got to really, really humble yourself, right? You got to right. you got to go back to the bottom and continue to work your way back up. Right. And um, just continue to have that confidence in myself again, just just knowing my ability mm-hmm. and and knowing that it can it takes one team right. you know what i mean it takes one opportunity mm-hmm. um one situation for you know my my chance to to reach a higher level you know it, it can come at any time right mm-hmm. so um just knowing that man and, and continuing to trust my ability trust god and and knowing that i have um that ability to to make it at a higher level man was all, always my driving force in Right, right. And then just making the transition now, man, like I said, just just taking myself, taking that confidence, taking that pride out of my head mm-hmm. and realizing that I'm making a transition into a field I, I know nothing about, mm-hmm. um, especially like doing real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to say, man, OK, listen, I I know nothing about real estate. Mm-hmm. This is this is not football, which I spent 20 plus years doing my whole life. I'm an expert in football. Right. right, right. But when it comes to real estate, I'm a baby. Right, right. So I said, all right, I need to humble myself. You know what I mean? I got under somebody um, that took me under their wing, man, and I was able to soak in everything that they were telling me right, and right. Um, really, really just humble my mind and be able to say, okay, you know, I'm, I'm back at the bottom of the totem pole. Let's work to get myself back at the top. Right, right, right. And I think that's uh, that's so key. You said something that was uh, that was very impactful, you know, as far as, when it comes to, you know, we talk about mission, mindset, when it comes to mastering your skills, mm-hmm. regardless if it's, you know, real estate, doctor, football, whatever it is, um, you said you wanted to get under someone so you could learn, you mm-hmm. know, did you take that same approach uh, in the NFL as well? To master <laughs> like the fundamentals or how how did you approach mastering like the skills of See, real estate and football? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a tough one, man, because... Um, I was a, I was I was an extremely smart football player. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean that was one of my strengths, mm-hmm. and um, it it was 
it could it was a hindering to me and it was a strength to me at the same time mm-hmm. uh, because I was always a guy that knew what I messed up on, uh, knew what I needed to work on. Mm-hmm. And um, at some points in my football career, I didn't like to listen to people because right, right, right. I felt like I already knew what I messed up on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I always wanted to grow as a player. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that hurt me where I didn't truly humble myself and be like, okay, let me hear first what this man has to say mm-hmm. and then add my own input, right? right, right sometimes right. I try to address it myself. Right. Um, but at the same time, man, in the NFL, that's such a, that's such a huge deal um, to have guys around you that can help you and critique you that right, you right. trust. And a lot of times uh, players don't get that in the NFL. It's not a, a lot of times you guys are so competitive, so competing, um, that they don't want to help you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, guys don't want, want to help you grow better because they don't want you to take their job. Right. Um, you know, man, but that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a different story, man. But, right. um, I definitely took the approach when I was making the transition into real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, just knowing that, that the guy, um, Jeremiah Hatch was somebody that I could trust. Mm-hmm. And I knew that, you know, he wasn't trying to take advantage of me or, mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was going to help me succeed in any way he possibly can for my own benefit, not for his. Um, and that was something I could trust, man. So it was easy for me to release that to him, to, to be vulnerable with him and, you know, say, Hey, as a man, I don't know anything about this. You know what I mean? And when you get around people you can trust, man, it it just becomes so much easier. Um, you know, and I wouldn't be just vulnerable with, with anybody, you know what I mean? If that makes sense. So having somebody I could trust, man, made it way easier for sure right no for sure man if you guys don't know t fat man t fat's protective of his <laughs> circle. circle man uh and so but so uh finding someone you can trust finding someone right. you can get under uh, what is what is another way like as far as like in the nfl then um mm-hmm. that you tried to master like how did you master your skills how did you go about pro- uh, that process right there um, well, one thing, like you said, like I told you, like I had that coach that I did trust. Mm-hmm. So that was a guy that I did listen to. Um, the DC was also a, a, a very smart guy that had been in the league for a long time. Rob Marinelli, like Chicago Bears, you know, I mean, right, right. Uh, classic. He's just a, a older, smarter guy, right? And right, it's, right. It's, those are people that I trusted and I listened to that critiqued my game, you know what I mean? Um, another way, man, was just, you know, critiquing myself, right. you know what I mean? You have to, you have to look at yourself and be able to tell, you know, what you need to work on or what, um, what your negatives are and what your positives are, right. you know right. what I mean? So, so as a player, you know what I mean? I knew I didn't have top speed, mm-hmm. you know, that was something that I always continued to work on. My 40 is faster than T-Pat. <laughs> there you go, that line. I ran a faster 40 than T-Pat. Just I was coming off a knee, man. I was coming off a knee. But uh, but no, man, it's just um, knowing myself. You know what I mean? Knowing what I was good at, knowing what I need to work on. Mm-hmm. And I made sure that at times when I had the time to work on on extra, I was doing that. You know what I mean? I was always putting in the time to, to work out my weaknesses. You know what I mean? And um, like real, doing it in real estate. Um, I know I don't know that knowledge, that much knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I put somebody around me that knows that knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Or I'll put somebody around me that knows the city better than me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so it's just that approach as, you know, as a player, as a, as a boss, as, mm-hmm. as anybody, you know what I mean? If, 
if I'm, if I'm running a company and I know I'm not good at communication, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get somebody around me that right, that is right. great at communication and can help me with that. Right. Not to saying that I'm not gonna continue to grow in my communication or work right. on my communication, um, but I'm gonna help. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put people around me that helps me grow in that area right. for right. sure. No, for sure, and that, that that's so cool that you. So you said uh, um, critique yourself, so self feedback, and then. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're utilizing your time and you're spending your time working on those weaknesses uh, right. so you can continue to grow, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. okay. And so now, you know, I mean, my man, he's about to get married. Uh, you got a, a dog that snores. <laughs> um, you know, you, you're you're about to have a family, all that stuff. I mean, she's not pregnant, but um, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, I think it's so important to like have a certain level of balance, you know what I mean? But it's kind of hard to keep balance and everything, but you have to make sure everything's in the green. You know what I mean? I had a friend that told me, uh, you know, make sure your fitness, your family, um, your faith and your finances are all in the green because if you neglect one of them, it's going to hurt the other three, you know? Mm -hmm. And so what I say is like maintenance, you know, uh, you have to keep yourself healthy physically, spiritually and emotionally. And so how do you do that now? You know, how do you keep yourself healthy in those areas? Um, man, it's just that time, mm-hmm. that schedule. Um, really just that, that self-evaluation again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, where am I lacking? Where, where do I need to spend more time? And then also like the people around you, like, like your circle, this circle is so big to me, man, that there's things happening in your life that you can't see just because you're so mm. up and close and personal with it. You can't tell what's really going on, but somebody from the outside can see it clearly, you know what I mean? And so, you know, it might be times where, you know what I mean? I know one of my friends <clears throat> and I can tell what he's doing. I know he's not spending the time like he needs to be spending the time with the Lord or something like that. And I can see it. He might not be able to tell cause he's so busy. He's so active right now. Um, so just me being a person in his circle, I can be like, Hey man, look, I can tell you're not doing what you need to be doing and I can correct that. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, just having those people around me, man, keeping it on a, I mean, being on a schedule is something that a routine, bro, is you can't beat it. You know what I mean? When you, you up at a certain time and you're going to sleep at a certain time and you have a set schedule, Mm -hmm. that's when everything is rolling. You know what I mean? Like in the time I'm in right now, when I, I don't technically have a job, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I, I go to sleep when I want to, I wake up when I want to. Right. That's when I really have to like, hey man, like check myself. Right, right. I mean, it's easy when you have that routine, man. So creating that routine for yourself, man, creating that rhythm mm-hmm. is, is huge and making right. sure that you're doing what you need to be doing and having that circle. Right, right, create that rhythm. That rhythm is key. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, you know, last, last thoughts, last thoughts right here, you know, uh, what is something you know, you want people to know about you. You know what I mean? If it's, uh, I, I, I thought about it like this, you know, uh, you can have all the money in the world, but when it's all said and done, when you die, you know, um, people won't remember that. They'll, they'll, people will remember how you treat treated them. People will remember, you know, what you did for them, like your character. So what is something you want people to, to remember you about? Um, I want people to remember that I was a man of God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, um, you know, despite everything that I might've went through, the goods, the bads, the ups and downs, um, I was always a man that, you know, put my faith in God, mm-hmm. that I was always trying to create disciples, 
mm-hmm. um, that I was always looking out for people, trying to help people, mm-hmm. trying to trying to be a true servant, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what being a follower of, of Christ is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, so being that servant man, just just being here to help others and not so focused on myself, man, is what I really want to be remembered for. So. Okay, nice, nice. Is, is that um? I'm, I'm sorry, is, you my guy. Is that Tiffany sneezing? Yeah, yeah, she loud, man. My fault. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, real quick before I get to my last question, you know, uh, you know, people will have Tiffany on sometime, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, y'all gotta have some athletic kids. And Tiffany was a hooper at uh, Oklahoma State. Yeah. Uh, she went to the WNBA. She plays for the international team. Uh, Thailand. Thailand, yeah. Yep. Um, still don't believe she's Thailand. Thai. Whatever. <laughs> I, whatever. I don't know what that is, you know. But um, so what is, you know, what is three actionable items? So I'm doing a little different than I did with my other guests. So because I know you're big with the athletes, the, the, the student athletes, right, mm-hmm. um, with the youth. So what is three action items for the young athlete that they can do uh, today or tomorrow that can help them get better on the field and off the field? Hmm. Um, one thing that can help them get better off the field um, is definitely, I mean, for me, I always believe in reading the word, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I, I think the Bible always gives you a story or a situation that relates just to what you're going through in life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's exactly the same. If you truly sit down and read it. Mm-hmm. And um, I always, I always encourage kids that, you know, haven't spent much time in the word. or don't really know God like that. I always mm-hmm. encourage them to start in Proverbs because mm-hmm. I feel like Proverbs is just like a step by step, like rules. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, if you, if you, if you encounter this situation, this is what you should do. Right, right. You know what I mean? So um, that's one thing. Um, on the field, I would say, man, just work and, and ask, well, first go to your coach and say, hey, coach, um, you know, what do you think I should I should focus on in order to grow as a player? Um, what do I need to focus on as my weaknesses? Mm-hmm. Um, and ask multiple people and see what they say. You know, uh, people you trust right, and people that have your best interests at, her, at heart, right? Mm-hmm. And um, see what they say. And then when you get the answer, focus on it, work on it, master it. Like you said, mastering your craft, um, mastering not also not only what you're bad at, but what you're good at. You know what I mean? It, it takes a balance of, of trying to grow in one area while also not letting what you're good at go to waste. Right. Um, last thing, man, um, have fun, bro. Enjoy the enjoy the moment. Right. You know, don't 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 get so caught up in. I got to make it to the NFL. I got to, mm-hmm. you know, that you let the time pass you by, you know, mm-hmm. you know, all older people say, Hey, I wish I could be a kid again. Right, and it's right. for a reason, man. It's, right. it's a lot of moments that, that we wish we didn't let just rush by that we didn't enjoy. Um, so enjoy those moments, man. Take advantage of every opportunity to spend with your family, your friends, um, playing ball, man. It doesn't last forever. So truly soak up every moment that, that you're in it. Right. No, I, I definitely believe that, man, because, you know, Mark Quay, uh, he always said uh, football is a temp job. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I remember times when I was in the league, I was in Miami and I never went to, you know, to some of the islands that was like like pretty close to Miami. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
because I was so focused. I gotta, I gotta do this. <laughs> you gotta grind. Yeah. Right. And so I look back at it and I'm like, man, that's kind of a, a wasted opportunity in a way because two days out of that entire year wouldn't have killed me, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. And so uh, the, the advice that you just gave, that's for everyone though, too. I, mm -hmm. I on the flip end, man, read, read the word, man, get, get connected to your faith. Um, and it's like a work, ask people around you, get some, um, criticism, you know what I mean? Cause, uh, you know, I ask you sometimes, I haven't asked in a long time, but you know, what can I do to be a better friend? You All know? right. Um, same thing. If you're a boss, man, ask your employees, like, Hey, you might not want, like what they have to say, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, ask them, you know, mm -hmm. what can I do to be a better leader? What can I do to be, uh, what can I do to serve you? You know? All right. And then, uh, the last thing you said was, uh, have fun, enjoy the moment, you know? All right. How many times do you, you know, you don't enjoy your family because you're so caught up in like getting to the next goal, to the right. making the, the next amount of money or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. So I think that's so powerful, man. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. So do you, uh, you know, have any like final thoughts you want to share with the with the audience or? Um, man, that's I mean, we pretty much hit on a lot of stuff, man. Just, um, you know, realize what's most important. Mm hmm. At the end of the day, you know, all that money, power, you know, fame, success in your career, all of it will be gone at one point. Right. You know what I mean? Who Who is around you? What's, what's most important around you, right? Your family, mm -hmm. your faith, you know, mm -hmm. your friends. Um, make sure you're, you're, you're spending time with them, man. Make sure you're mm -hmm. putting them first. Make sure you're putting your faith first and make sure that um, – you're putting your your foundation in something that that can't be moved. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, putting it in, in in your faith and and knowing that at the end of the day, if all this was gone, if everything was taken away, that you could still walk around happy. Right, right. That's big, right there. And, and mm -hmm. you know, side note, I, I I'm a karate chop Tiffany in the throat. <laughs> she knows she's doing a podcast. She I don't know what she's doing over there. <laughs> she got opening <laughs> garages, closing garages. <laughs> <laughs> What's she doing over there? But uh, everyone, you know, this is my guy. Uh, go follow him on Instagram. Uh, I don't know his name on Instagram. Uh, it's Lionhearted underscore two six. Yeah, because he thinks he's a lion. Okay. Lionhearted. Uh, Lionhearted two six something score. Did you say? Underscore two six. Yeah, Lionhearted underscore two six. That's it. Okay. Boom. And then yeah. um, you have uh, are you on LinkedIn or anything like that? Nah, 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 nah. I'm, I'm, working on, I'm working on my business profile right okay, now. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll get them right. We'll get them right. Uh, but everyone, thank you for tuning in. You know, go like, go share, go subscribe. I really appreciate it. Um, man, be game time excellent, man. Game time excellence isn't just on, isn't just a day to perform, man. It's an everyday lifestyle. So be excellent. Um, you know, know your mission, know your mindset, master the skills, and, and then take care of yourself. You're making this. Um, Y'all have a blessed day. T Pat, thank you. Peace. Thank you, bro.